Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Straight Fire, 100th episode today. Yes, today. Thank you for joining me, Jason McIntyre, Tuesday. December 29th, a fun night in the sports world, unless you're a Memphis Grizzlies fan. The John Morant ankle injury does not look good. But, but, we had much bigger news in the NFL. Obviously, I've got to tease our guest coming up very shortly, the great Joy Taylor from FS1. You see her on Colin Cowherd's show. She worked with Skip Bayless on Undisputed. She's taking over sports media in 2021. She's a Miami Heat fan and uh, got to see LeBron in the Heatles, so we'll do a lot with Joy later in the podcast. But first, we've got to start with what clearly is the biggest sports story today, and that is the end of Cam Newton. It's over, folks. Cam Newton has had a great NFL career. He won an MVP award. He took the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl. And folks, I think that's a wrap for Cam Newton. It appears over for him. He was benched for ineffectiveness in a Monday night football bloodbath. The Patriots get destroyed by the Bills. Cam, an anemic, 5 for 10 passing for 34 yards. Uh, That's just not going to cut it in a passing league that is the NFL right now. And folks, the rough story with Cam is he's turning 32 
in May. This is a guy who had a chance to come back, right? Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick. Come on, Cam, we got this. And five touchdown passes, 10 interceptions. It's over for Cam. He was the number one pick in the league in 2011, and I cannot see any team taking a chance on Cam Newton next year. He's not going to want to come in and be a backup. That's not what former MVPs tend to do. Um, It's just not a good situation for Cam. The running, you know, he could be a battering ram when you want. He was very effective running the football early in the season. Uh, Two touchdowns in the opener, then two more against Seattle. Uh, Cam looked like a quarterback in that game against Seattle. Who could forget that one? Sunday night football, great game. He passed for 397 yards. Since then, he has topped 200 yards passing three times. He's just not a throwing quarterback. He's not remotely accurate enough. I know Cam defenders are going to say, well, he didn't have wide receivers. Okay, that's fair. He didn't have a tight end. I got it. But you watch Cam move. You watch him in the pocket. He's not the guy he was. The guy had, he ate 26 sacks. He had a quarterback rating of under 45 this season. He's not the drop back passer he was when he came into the league. And it stinks because Cam had a great run. Is he a Hall of Famer? That's a debate for another day. Um, I don't know how many MVP quarterbacks are out of the Hall of Fame. But, you know, Cam Newton, uh, the end came pretty quick and swift. Bill Belichick is realizing what it's like on the other side. As a guy who's been a Jets fan for three decades, I know what it's like without a franchise quarterback. It sucks. And Bill Belichick is finding out just how unfortunate that life is. Because, folks, Jarrett Stidham ain't it. Belichick has to make a move this offseason on an NFL franchise quarterback. I see two potential options. One, the guy he drafted, Jimmy Garoppolo. Looks like his time in San Francisco is probably going to be ending. Kyle Shanahan giving everybody a shot now. C.J. Beathard had a nice performance. Shanahan is such a good offensive mind. You feel like just about anybody he puts in there can give them a chance to win, within reason, of course. Like Nick Mullins, as good of a backup as he is, he's not taking him to the playoffs. C.J. Beathard, solid backup. Again, not taking him to the playoffs. You wonder, do does Kyle Shanahan make a move on a guy like Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold will have a market. I can't see uh, Shanahan and the Niners going after Carson Wentz. That That's going to be too rich for their blood. Um, but it feels like Garoppolo probably lands in New England again. Um, I would guess say the other option if Garoppolo stays in San Fran would probably be Marcus Mariota. Um, Marcus Mariota, this guy was a number two overall pick. Um, he, he definitely has the legs uh, and the arm, as we saw uh, on uh, Thursday Night Football two weeks ago for the Raiders. Now, I know the Chargers weren't remotely ready for Mariota, but he's still under 30. This is a young guy. Uh Mariota did take Tennessee to the playoffs. He kind of got a raw deal in in that they had, I think it was four offensive coordinators in five years. And I guess what really hurts him is how quickly Ryan Tannehill (laughs) looked awesome in that Tennessee system. And Mariota probably gets another shot um, as a starter, maybe with the Patriots. I don't don't know. Bill Belichick has a very difficult offseason ahead. This guy's pushing 70 here. You know, Belichick ain't going to want to draft some guy, uh, you know, and and, and say, oh, we got a three-year project. Like, I, that doesn't seem like something Belichick would do. He's a very prideful man, so I cannot imagine him walking away like this. But 
Rob G, I got to say, watching Cam Newton on Monday Night Football, he's shot. It's over. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, so from Cam Newton and the disappointing Patriots, you've got to look at the Buffalo Bills, folks. I said this on Monday's podcast. That is the team that scares me if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs. They've already beaten the Bills once. The Bills are going to be hungry to come back and defeat them. And it's Brian Dable. I, I know the New York Jets are in need of a head coach, and they suddenly have fallen down the list of, hey, do you want to come and coach us now that they don't have Trevor Lawrence? I think... Without question, Jacksonville is extremely attractive. I think Justin Herbert and the Chargers are incredibly attractive. And I, I just I don't know if the Jets are a better option than Deshaun Watson and the Texans. The, the, the problem with the Texans is their salary cap is shot to hell. There's very little talent around Deshaun Watson. He does make everyone better, but the defense is an absolute train wreck. And that J.J. Watts speech that went viral on Sunday night, uh, you know, folks, he was probably talking about a few players on that Texans team, and that has not got to be something that I'm looking to jump into if I'm a head coach. Like, sure, you could just say, well, weed those guys out, but uh, what if there's some good players in there that are maybe cornerstones or that you've built around? 
or that you're committed to financially. Like I don't, I don't, I personally don't think the Texans is attractive. I think no doubt the Jets are more attractive. Um, but if I'm the Buffalo Bills, I, I don't know how I can hold on to Brian Dable. Like he is calling games at a masterful level. Every offensive series, they're doing something different, doing something dynamic. Um, I think their GM probably gets a look for uh, executive of the, of the year, bringing in Stefan Diggs. Like, hello. I mean, it's a layup of a decision, folks. We're seeing this over and over in the NFL. Got a rookie quarterback on the rookie contract. Go get you a wide receiver. We, I mean, I, I've probably said this every month on the podcast. Cardinals go out and get new Hopkins. Well, they need another one now. They need to go add another uh, wide receiver. Christian Kirk, eh, I don't know if he's the guy. But the Buffalo Bills between Cole Beasley, John Brown, who they just activated off IR, Stephon Diggs, this is an offense that's going to give some people trouble. And again, not to revisit in that Bills-Chiefs game again too deep, but um, it was in the rain, that the, the inclement weather. Now maybe we see that in Kansas City in January, and the Bills run into it again. But I, I'm just... I'm not betting against Brian Dable right now. That offensive, the schemes that they are running are incredible. Folks just running free everywhere in the, in the secondary. It's incredible. Run game's not awful. Like, this is a pretty balanced team. If they could get the defense, say, 25% better than it was at the midway part, part of the season, and, and they have gotten healthier with their great uh, linebacker, Milano. I mean, he's not great. He's a very good linebacker. Uh, there's still a lot of talent, two good safeties. Tredavious White, very good at the corner. Um, this is a Super Bowl contender. I, I firmly believe the Buffalo Bills can be a major threat to the Chiefs. I, I mean, if I had to guess the line right now, AFC title game, assuming everybody healthy, I, I, what are we looking at? Four and a half? Kansas City, four and a half? I don't think you can make it something like six. I, I just don't. I, I, you know, we've, we're, we've seen the Chiefs struggle. I guess we got to see what they do in the first, uh, the games leading up to that, but, um, this is a Kansas City team right now. I, I spelled it out Monday. I'm not going to go into it again. Some troubling signs, certainly, for the Kansas City Chiefs. But full steam ahead for the Buffalo Bills. Just a, a phenomenal story how quickly they turned it around. And um, I want to quickly touch on one other NFL story before we get to Joy Taylor. Dwayne Haskins of the Washington Football Club was released on Monday. And I know uh, I saw some of your comments on social media Jason, you were a little hard on Haskins on Talk the Line Sunday, uh, and I repeated the joke here that Haskins was about as reliable as Wi-Fi in a parking garage. And people thought I was beating up on the guy. He's a young quarterback. And, folks, the Washington Football Club started him on Sunday. Less than 24 hours later, they cut his ass. What does that tell you about Haskins? Now, I know Rivera didn't draft him. He wasn't here. That was a previous regime. But... To go from starter to not even backup, but to inactive to, know what, you know what, we just got to get him out of here. To cutting him? Like, really? And, and I started to look at it. And you never want to draw silly parallels. Um, I'm not comparing him to Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback right now who's coming out and is going to be a high pick, top 10 pick for sure, maybe two. Um but these Ohio State kids are surrounded by five-star talent. Everywhere you turn, you've got a five-star recruit. You're handing the ball off or throwing to them. I looked at it when Haskins, I believe, threw 50 touchdowns. He was throwing to Terry McLaurin and a kid named Hill. And Olave, their star receiver now, was a young kid. And he was handing off to J.K. Dobbins. 
So all you got is NFL talent around you. Yeah, you're going to look good. Do you know how to read a defense? Apparently not for Haskins. Do you know how to be a professional? Like in the locker room, outside of the locker room, with the fans. Like making smart decisions. Like that stuff matters. And then some people pointed out to me like, hey, when was the last Ohio State quarterback to crush it in the NFL? You know, the whole crickets noise. Um, Braxton Miller pivoted to like return man. Uh, Cardale Jones, who looked kind of awesome, just fell off the map. I don't even know if he's still in the league. Might be on a practice squad somewhere. Um, And Justin Fields was not an Ohio State guy because he started out at Georgia. uh, And he's real talented. I'm not lumping him in or comparing him to Haskins. I'm just pointing out he's surrounded by talent. And what happened when his star receiver was out in the Big Ten Championship game? Well, he looked very ordinary. Completed like 50% of his passes. uh, Did not look like an NFL number two overall pick. That's for sure. And I just got he be I need to see what he's got against Clemson. Uh, he basically in the in the Big Ten title game turned in handoff to uh, the running back who had like 300 yards on the ground. So I'm not excuse me I'm not out on fields. I'm just saying this Haskins thing can be a warning sign about doing extra homework on some of these quarterbacks, especially the ones coming from the big time star programs. And no. Trevor Lawrence is not one of those guys. Deshaun Watson went to Clemson. Big-time star. Like, the DNA is there for Lawrence to become a superstar. We'll see about Justin Fields. All right, let's get to Joy Taylor for a fun interview. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, so for the 100th episode of Straight Fire, we thought we'd get a special guest, somebody I know really well, very cool. Um, we started at FS1 right around the same time. I see her all the time. She's a huge deal at FS1 on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. She's like majorly famous. Joy Taylor. Joy, how are you? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's an intro. I'm honored I'm on the 100th episode, though. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we uh, we thought we'd bring in a special guest because I've known you for a while and uh, your sports takes are always spicy. And listen, there's a lot happening right now in Miami sports with the Heat and the Dolphins, which we'll get to. Um, uh, first of all, I just want to ask, like, you know, here we are right around the holidays and the weather in L.A. sucks right now. I know we shouldn't be complaining first world problems, but like, you know, the pandemic blows like this has been kind of a crappy year for just about everybody. I just want to as a sports fan, as a sports media person, how 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 do you sum up how you've handled it? Like, I, I mean, it's been a tough one for all of us. It's been really crazy, but I have to say I really can't complain other than the you know, obvious weighted anxiety of navigating a world where there's a deadly virus going around. Um, you know, I never stopped working. We always kept doing the show. Um, we have sports back. It was a little dicey there for a couple months without sports, but, you know, we managed through with the last dance and the match and, you know, NFL off season. So I made it happen, but you know, I, 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 I consider myself very, very fortunate um, this year. So I, I, I really can't complain. I'm really, really grateful that the leagues were able to get it together and get sports back on and up and rolling. I think we can all in the business be happy for that. Yeah. And I also think it's just it's been one of those years where, like, I'm just really impressed by a lot of people as disappointed as I am and so many people. I'm also really impressed. Like, I think that the the leagues have done such an incredible job getting sports back. Like, I don't know if people, you know, depending on what your job is, if you have an understanding of what COVID protocols are, because not, not every workplace has extreme COVID protocols. I mean, we get tested uh, every other day. Um, and we have a bunch of protocols in place, but these leagues have crazy yeah. setups and just the medical people that have to be around and testing everybody every day and paying attention to the contact tracing and just the, the, the bubble in itself has really just really astounded me. Like I think the commissioners get catch a lot of hell, but man, like so impressed with what yeah. they've been able to do. Like, I know I'm nerding out right now, but just when people pull off really amazing logistical things in crisis, I'm very impressed by them. And when, when the, when the stakes were as high as they were with, you know, billions of dollars on the line and thousands and thousands of jobs when it comes to sports, 
um, I- I'm really impressed. So I feel really yeah. lucky and like, you know, I'm just navigating this whole crazy world like everybody else, but I also am just really grateful sports are back. Um, I guess I'll, I'll ask about a team that I'm sure gave you a lot of excitement during, uh, you know, COVID in the summer. It was the Miami Heat, uh, a surprise trip to the finals. And I, 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 I'm a little down on the Heat this year. I think they exceeded expectations. I don't think they'll be like a top three or four seed in the East. But I got to ask, Joy, like, you know, we had Brian Windhorst on last week and he was talking about James Harden and the Heat are certainly an option. Where are you on, would you want James Harden in Miami? I try to be measured because, like, if Harden does end up in Miami, I'm going to be excited (laughs) just because it's James Harden. And no matter what any of us say, he's still a top 10 player in the league. But I don't know that it's – well, first of all, I don't think it's a long-term fit at all. And I don't think people like – you know, Miami, South Beach, Mm -hmm. it it has this reputation of, like, being a place where people – and it's just wild, right? And it is, of course. But the Heat actually are very much not that. Yeah. And they're kind of actually a really good representation of what the whole of that area is. You know, when people think of Miami, they think of South Beach. They think of Live and Eleven and, you know, just craziness and topless beaches and whatever. But the whole city is actually made up of, you know, obviously it's a very international city, like hardworking people. Everybody doesn't live on South beach. You know, there, there's, there's plenty of normal people there like believe in hard work and that's what Pat Riley is. And that's how he runs that organization. And obviously Spolstra is the same way. And you can't really play for the heat. If you're not an extremely hardworking individual They're part of the reason why they were able to go as far in the bubble as they were is because they're a very strong defensive team, but they also practice really hard. So they, they just have more wins than everybody else. Like they're just tougher than everybody else. And that's, that's a mental thing and a physical thing. Like I, I really think like that run to, and you could see it in Jimmy Butler, like he poured his heart and soul into that. He dragged them through those finals. Um, and that's part of the reason why, I, you know, I don't have them as high this year. Yeah. Because I, I think that that's that, that took a lot out of the Heat. And while everyone's talking about, you know, the short amount of time the Lakers have had to come back, the Heat have too. <laughs> and yeah. they don't, you know, I mean, they were not on the winning end of that. So I, I would be happy to have James Harden, but I don't know that it would work. And I honestly don't know that Pat Riley is going to leverage the organization on a gamble like that. Now, that yeah. being said, yeah. I think that the only team to beat in the East is the Nets. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Team I mean, to I'm, beat. All right. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not high on on Giannis and the Bucks anymore. I've done that. I'm over it. Uh, they can't <laughs> even. They can't even get to the NBA Finals. So I'll, I'll give them respect when they've earned it. They haven't. And the Celtics are are the same to me. They don't have enough. Um, no, obviously the, the Nets haven't haven't proven anything either. But we we can still live off live off the dreams of Kyrie being healthy for an entire season and KD getting back to KD form, which, you know, through very short sample size, it looks like they are. So if they can stay healthy throughout the season, they're going to be a real problem. Like let's not forget mm-hmm. Kyrie is a champion. KD is a champion. Um, they're coached, you know, by a guy that, that knows about winning too. Um, so I, I, I really think they are the team to beat in the East. I, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to those other guys until they, they prove it. I do wonder, and yeah, the nets are stacked, but, 
So, Joy, we saw James Harden run the show in Houston, right? Got to do whatever he wanted. It didn't work with Chris Paul. It didn't work with Russell Westbrook. And then we just saw the Clippers last year. Paul George and Kawhi kind of got to dictate everything there, win practices. And I I just kind of wonder, KD and Kyrie, you know, Monday night, they decided, hey, we're, we're taking the night off. We're coming off injuries. We're not going to do back-to-backs. Like, how is that going to work in, in an organization where – you know, some of those guys were there before they got there. I, I just, I don't know if that works in the NBA outside of a guy like LeBron James, who, you know, is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great grand experiment because all the things, all the cri- critiques of the Nets so far are fair. I just think that if they can manage to not let it fall off the rails, like the Clippers did, then... I think they'll win the East. I don't think they'll win the championship this year, but I do think that they'll come out of the East. And to your point um, about the Clippers, we have to remember that there was a bubble, right? And that was like an added extreme amount of pressure on everyone there being away from their families. It's basketball 24 seven. Like it's going to be a little bit different this year because they aren't in a bubble. So I think that will factor in, but I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think it's fair. I just think if they can figure it out, I don't know how they're going to be who, like, who's going to be able to yeah. score like that. So I mentioned LeBron and um, I think we both got to FS1 around 2016 and you were in Miami previously. So you got to see LeBron and the Heatles right up close. Now you're seeing LeBron with the Lakers up close. Joy, I mean, a lot of jealous NBA fans of you right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, can, can you compare the two? I mean, again, it's difficult right now given the pandemic. Uh, and we, you know, we didn't get to see it up close. But I know you were at some of the games uh, here the last two years with LeBron. And, and I'm sure you saw the Heatles up close. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I'm, it's going to sound like heat fan uh bias here but (laughs) there's really not a whole lot that i can compare to what that environment was with the heat in miami especially like the first three years Mm. it was they were the most hated team in the world like everyone hated the heat everyone hated lebron and they were just the ultimate villains and it was kind of ironic because everyone really likes Dwayne Wade and everyone really likes Chris Bosh <laughs> like they had everyone likes Shane Battier like they had Ray Allen like who hates these guys nobody now it's not like these were traditional villains in the league it's just that 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 move with LeBron and the decision just turned him into this villain so the the environments like the fans the buzz around that team was so insane I don't know that I can compare it to any mm. other place that LeBron has been. Like when he went back to Cleveland, it was all like lovey-dovey, <laughs> you know, welcome home, yeah. you know, sweetness. And now that he's with LA, like LA fans, I mean, he won the championship now, but LA, LA fans were not that high. As crazy as it sounds, they weren't loving this LeBron situation, especially because LeBron came in, you know, as the king and the LA fans are like, wait a minute. <laughs> like yeah. we got Kobe, we got yeah. Kareem, we got magic. Like you got some winning to do before you come in here and, you know, start claiming a, a Laker. Like we, we do winning around here, even though the, t- the team had obviously been dysfunctional for years. So yeah, I've been to some games, but it's just, um, it's, it's not, it, it, there's yeah. just a real, there was a real animosity that you could feel in the air around that heat team. 
but I also will say like now it's kind of hard to, to say what it would be this year, especially yeah. after coming off a championship because COVID is just, you know, can't yeah. gauge what the reaction would be. Um, let's pivot over to the NFL and you know, joy, it's like <laughs> you had a good run with the Miami heat and now your dolphins are surging as a jets fan. I have to say it annoys me greatly. Uh, <laughs> the, the dolphins are good. Um, but at least the Patriots stink. Um, I, I, I guess I'll start with Tua and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I don't know if you watched the Saturday night game, Raiders, Dolphins. Um, <laughs> I, I personally don't see how after that and the other Fitzpatrick bailout game we saw earlier this year, how Brian Flores can start Tua this week and have any confidence starting Tua in the playoff game should they get there. What's going on in that locker room? What's your what, What's your best guess having spent a lot of time in Miami? I think if it was any other coach and if it was any other rookie and anyone other than Ryan Fitzpatrick, it wouldn't work. But Hmm. I think from what I'm hearing, Brian Flores is a great communicator and he's been very transparent about everything. And he's very upfront with, with the guys. Tua has the kind of personality. He's like a very humble kid. Um, I, I think that the injury probably played a role in like, you know, let me let me take a lot of value and appreciation in this game that I'm playing every day because, you know, at any moment it could be taken away. And Fitzpatrick is playing with house money. I mean, he's in year 17 <laughs> and he's like, you know what I mean, in a great situation um, for his career. So I think it's just kind of like the perfect concoction for this. Now, I, again, I don't really know that I love it. <laughs> I kind of would rather just let Tua fail because they're they're not a Super Bowl team this year. So I, I don't I don't hate the idea of Tua just working through these these bumps on his own. I loved switching to him as a starter. I thought it was the right time to do it, and I thought it was the right move because you have to see what you have in Tua sooner than later. I mean, you just can't uh, you can't let rookies sit for too long. Like the the Alex Smith Patrick Mahomes situation, everyone's like chasing that, and everyone's chasing the the Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers situation, and th- that's really cute. But that's Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, and they're two all time talents who will never be duplicated. So I, I I don't like the idea of like structuring everything like that. Sharks are born swimming. Like I think you have to you learn football by playing football, but it's what it's working for Brian Flores. And I, I trust that he knows what he's doing. I think that it's, it's kind of weird. I don't like quarterback by committee, but yeah, they're kind of doing it in new Orleans. So <laughs> it's, it's not really like that yeah. crazy. Um, I mean, so if, I mean, if it, if it gets them the wins and, and I also, I also look at it this way, it's kind of similar to what happened in, in Washington this week. Like, even if you don't like the situation, and it's obviously for completely different reasons, but even if you don't like the situation, you do have a responsibility to the rest of the guys on the team who are going out there busting their ass to put the guy who you feel is is going to put us in the best situation to win the game. You owe it to the rest of the guys too. And if that means you got to sit to it for you know a, a quarter or whatever, and Fitzpatrick goes out there and finishes the game, that's what you got to do. But I will say about in that game in particular, like the Dolphins didn't win that game. The Raiders blew it. <laughs> the Raiders blew that game. Fitzpatrick made an unbelievable play and got it down to whatever it was the would have been like a 66 yard kick. If they didn't have that face mask to add the extra 15 yards and put them in field goal range, they, they probably don't win that game. So the Raiders blew that game, even with Fitzpatrick going out there and doing that. 
So let me ask you from this point of view, Joy. So you played a lot of sports, right? Uh, I know you were a big-time athlete, and I, I know you still play some sports out here uh, in L.A. I think what, boxing maybe I've seen you do. But as part of a team, Joy, like if it's 10 nothing Buffalo this week in Week 17, are the players starting to look over to Flores? All right, let's get Fitz in there. Come on, time, comeback time. Like if Tua has a couple three and outs or two bad turnovers, like – you just play with a different mindset knowing that at any moment you're going to be pulled for the backup. I, I don't know if that is a winning solution this year. Yeah, I don't love it. Like, I again, like, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather uh, Tua just go out there and just lose the game. Yeah. Like, if he's going to start, I'd rather him just go out there and lose it and learn the lessons from losing. But, you know, like I said, I think, I think Flores feels like he has a responsibility to the rest of the team to put them in a, the best situation to win um, and not it just be, you know, Tua learning on the job. I don't think this will happen next year, mm. but um, yeah, I'm with you. Like I, I do think it does something to you psychologically to, to know that at any time the backup could come in. But I also, I, also, I don't know. I, I really don't have a strong feeling either way. Cause I really trust Brian Flores. I think it'd be, if it was anyone else, I would hate it, but because it's Brian Flores, I'm going to trust him. So in addition to, you know, Joy, the NFL, um, you know, we, we have many jobs now in sports media. Like you can't just have one job, right? So you do the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast, FS1, and you started doing an Amazon live stream uh, with Daniel Jeremiah, friend of the podcast, and Bucky Brooks, also uh, a buddy of mine. Um, I want to ask how that experience has been and kind of where you see this maybe headed uh, in the future as people you know, kind of step away from cable TV and head towards streaming? Um, as far as, like, working multiple things? Well, that and then specifically Amazon. How, how has that been for you? Oh, Amazon's been amazing. I mean, as you said, DJ's a friend and, and Bucky is is great, too. Like, they're, they're two just amazing talents to work with, and they are – were scouts, so they just see the game so differently. So it's just fun to, like, pick their brain and – you know, you see a guy like doing great and, you know, check what they said about him coming into the draft. And um, so it's, it's been it's been amazing. But, yeah, I think that the whole business is is changing. It is changing quickly because everyone is on their phones. And like I always ask people, I'm like, what do your kids do? Like, what do you, what do your kids do? Like, as soon as you ask, that's the same reaction. Like kids are on your phones or on their iPads. Yeah. Like that's where it's going. And pretty soon they're not going to be kids anymore. They're going to be adults like within very, like very quickly <laughs> within like six years, which to us as adults, like is our lives aren't going to change that much. You know, once you get to a certain part of your life, like six years is not really that different than, you know, it, the time that you're uh, 14 to the time that you're 21 is a big difference, you know, yeah. <laughs> 34 to 42, <laughs> you're, you're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, you're set a little more set in your ways. So yeah, I mean, I think everything is going digital and it's just going to be on networks and on us as talent to kind of stay ahead of the game and, and and pivot a lot. And I think 2020 has been a good example of like, you know, how quickly that can happen and how creative people can be. You know, I mean, I always did the podcast in studio at FS1 and pretty much all year I've done the podcast from home and it's, yeah. you know, like you're doing the same thing everyone's pretty much working from home. We're doing radio shows from home. Uh, we, even on the herd, we almost never had guests that weren't in studio. 
I mean, like we always had guests that were in studio. We almost never had people on remote. Now everybody's got to be a call-in or a video call-in. And it's just expanded how many people Mm -hmm. we can have on and how often we can have people on because they don't have to fly in. Like it's just totally changed how we produce the show. So uh, digital is is changing everything. Streaming is changing everything. But I think it's a good thing. And and the one thing I'll say about sports um, is sports and politics are the last live things you have to watch. Like you have to watch this stuff live. You can't record it. You can't binge it. You're not going to binge the Patriots season. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're going to watch this game live. And that offers a wide opportunity for us as talent and as for networks to cover it. And there's just more and more coverage of sports There's a higher demand for sports content for leagues, because this is live and it that's, that's, you know, you're going to reach consumers. Advertisers know they're going to reach consumers when they're taking part in a live sporting events that just opens, opens things up completely because as we know, everybody watches on demand stuff now. Yeah. I, I kind of grew up in the cable, uh, you know, situation where you're watching cable TV and I still, my habit joy is I come in the room and I'll just flip on the TV. It's kind of on background noise. You know, if I find an old episode of growing pains or, you know, some movie that I've seen 73 times is on days to confuse. Yeah. I'll put it on in the background, but with streaming, it's, I, I don't do the same thing. I don't just like sift through and look for something. I go on there to find something specific, right? What are your TV habits like? Yeah, I'm with you kind of the same way. Like you just come home and just put something on just to have the TV on, right? That's, right. that's how we always used to do. Um, now, because I have, I watch so much sports, you know, if like I'm not watching NFL and there's an NBA game on or a baseball game or whatever. Um, I'm very specific with what kind of other content I watch. Because I also have, you know, social media. Like, I feel like I'm always in front of a screen. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, more of a scripted TV show person. Yeah. I really like a really well-written show. Like, I just finished Shit's Creek. Um, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Uh, you know, I, I just lo- I love a, I love a good scripted show. Um, what it, why is it slipping my mind right now? Um, the Upside Down. What is it? Which show? Um, Stranger Things. Like oh, Stranger I haven't Things. seen that. Now, what? is that is that kid appropriate or no? Oh yeah, totally, totally kid appropriate. Okay. Um, yeah. We're trying to get the kids right now into Mandalorian. I've seen the first season and they're catching up. Initially, they were like, "Eh, I don't know," and, and then of course they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's amazing!" Yeah, yeah. So uh, have you seen? Yeah, that I, ju- I literally just started the Mandalorian last night, and I'm oh, like so four good. episodes in yeah. already. Yeah, so that's that's kind of my like habits. If I'm not watching sports, I, I like to pick a really good scripted show to get through. Uh, all right, so we'll get you out of here on this one. Um, what do you think? Give me one big sports surprise for 2021. It could be any sport. Um, hmm. Obviously, NFL, NBA, a little more exciting. Um, big surprise. Well, I don't know if it's really going to be a surprise. But I do think they're going to expand the college football playoff next Ooh, year. I like that. And I love that. <laughs> I, 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 well, I, you know, I thought, I thought a lot about this because, as you know, Colin and I talk a lot of college football on the show. Yeah. And at first I was like, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be more blowouts. And like, how is that good for anyone? And then I was thinking about it this week because this weekend in the NFL – is essentially a bonus wild card weekend. I mean, yeah. there's so many 
win or go home games this weekend for the playoffs. Like there's so much on the line this weekend in week 17. There's so many teams who don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. Um, They need other people to win or lose to make the playoffs. So it's just such a huge, massive weekend in the NFL. And it gives so many fan bases hope. And you don't have that in college. It feels so closed door to a couple schools. Even if you have a great season, you have no chance of making it into the playoff. And I know that expanding it to eight teams isn't really going to appease everybody, but I do think it will open it enough that it'll stop the the widespread complaining. And it will also just give just enough hope to those schools that it, it actually validates you having a good season. Because right now, there's all these, these ridiculous bowl games, which we all know don't matter. Like, it's fun and it's nice and it, they're competitive. But at the end of the day, you're not going to win a championship if you win this game. So I think expanding it to eight teams, while I still think there's going to be massive blowouts, at least it gives teams hope. And who knows? Like, maybe you do have a, a miracle run. You know, that's what makes March Madness so fun. We know these, these like, low-seeded uh, teams have no chance of winning the championship. Right. But maybe one of them can go on a run, and then we all get so invested. Yes. And it's fun, and they have hope. And, like, hope sells. So negativity sells, but so does hope. And I think that I think that the the college football expanding, while it will mostly be for money, who cares? Everything's done for money. I do think it will actually open up the sport. And in a sport that is like really southern and is not that interesting to the casual fan because their teams have no chance of getting into the championship throughout the year. I think it just opens it up um, tremendously. So I think that's going to be a really yeah. good thing. So I don't know if it's oh. like going to be a surprise, but. I think I think that'll be good for the sport. That would be incredible. All right, Joy Taylor, you can catch her on The Herd, the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. She does an Amazon live stream with Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah. I mean, Joy's basically everywhere. She's going to be the big and surprise taking over sports media in 2021. I'm filling in for you again. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, and filling in for me on Fox Sports Radio <laughs> when I uh, take a Saturday off uh, randomly to go uh, hiking with my family or yeah, do something we'll on have, a Saturday morning. We'll have one Joy, more I have to broadcast. say, hey, just we'll between you and I. We'll have one more broadcast on Prime Video uh, for a wild card game on January yeah. 10th, so you can check us out. Uh, it, it, you know, I've worked Saturday mornings for, f- I think f- this will be almost five years. And I, and I, somebody said that to me recently, like, holy cow, you've been working Saturday mornings for five years. And it hit me and I was like, all right, I got, I got to take a couple off and like live a little bit, live a little bit on a Saturday morning. I know I haven't done that a lot lately, but, uh, and some people are laughing right now, Joy, but you know, our business, right? Like, oh yeah, it's sports. We're talking about sports. It's not that hard. It's fun. Yeah, I don't really feel like I. I mean, I do a lot, obviously, as you mentioned, but like, I don't feel like it's work. Yeah, it's like it's, watching it's, NBA and NFL and college football and talking. This is what it. I would be doing be anyway. I'm just, yeah. I'm just getting paid to talk about it. So it's great. All We're right. very lucky. Very. All right, Joy Taylor. Thank you so much, and uh, happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me on. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great uh, holiday with your family and stay safe. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.